Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got to talk about this Galaxy preseason so far. Um, Of course, we got two games that happened. One against New York City FC and then another one against St. Louis City, um, which that one happened at the Coachella Valley Invitational. We had managed to go to the New York one. Didn't manage to get to see anything of St. Louis. But of course, we'll talk about both of them um, kind of collectively. And um, yeah, we'll talk about how the Galaxy are doing so far in the preseason. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a signing, finally, that that we get to hear and a winger. So we'll talk about that as well. And um, yeah, let's just get right into it. I mean, really, I, I guess there really isn't much to talk about, but a good conversation. But with me, as always, is LA Galaxy Central. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just following preseason like everyone else and just following what's going on. Which, in a sense, it is kind of hard to follow preseason considering you can't even watch any of the games. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer. Um, they used to allow that. Yeah, I know. I mean, Unless you go to the games, of course. I mean, um, we meant there was the preseason game against New York City, which, well, I mean, we'll talk about both preseason games, of course. But the one against New York that happened at Dignity Health Sports Park, which ended up in a 2-1 loss, um, ended up getting a, a chicharito goal on that one. So that's good that we see him scoring um so yeah that one happened on saturday which i guess we'll just talk about that one first you know what do you think about that one of of course there was a lot of things that happened that day not only just galaxy soccer not not just what happened on the field but a lot of things off the field as well um protests you know the the environment just absolutely just a kind of a weird day that day um it was considering considering what what had what's going on and what happened so but yeah man just tell me what you felt about the about the game on Saturday. Of course, I got to see you for like a split second, but <laughs> yeah, I had to but, go. Yeah, but you know, um, it was good to see you again. But yeah, man, just tell me about about uh about Saturday. How'd you feel about that one? Yeah, everything just felt really off. I mean, like yeah, it was preseason, but still, like I'm used to having like chants, drums, at least a few support sections there. And the fact that having nobody there, it felt just awful. It felt really weird. And you saw the protest outside of the stadium. That was pretty cool. They did a good job. I mean, there's some post about it. I I enjoyed that. I think it was a good look for the league too. But as for on the field, it started out pretty rough. They didn't get off to a great start. They had a two-striker formation with Dayan and Chicharito. It didn't really work. And then, yeah, they go down a goal. The second half, they make a few changes. It looks a lot better. And you can just tell like 4-3-3 is the way to go for this team. And two strikers doesn't really work. So I think we've pretty much known that. But we're starting to see that. The four four two formation doesn't really work. Yeah, of course. I think they went more with like a three three five two. If yeah, like, actually, you're right. it was like a five back kind of. It was, it was, it was weird. weird. It, yeah, it, it shifted kind of a bit because it, it at some points it looked like a, th- a three five two. It looked like a five. It didn't look right. That's what I'm gonna say. It, it just looked weird. Yeah, it did look weird, and um, but yeah, they did go with a two striker formation, and yeah, like we've said, and and how we've known really that formation doesn't really work with the galaxy and yeah it was pretty rough in in the first half not gonna lie um we were giving up balls pretty easily and in new york was just really you know putting putting it on us on in the first half at least and yeah it was pretty rough um but yeah second half looked a lot better a few changes happened and you know it ended up looking a lot cleaner a lot a lot better for the galaxy end up getting a goal um in the second half so yeah i mean although we lost i felt like there was a little bit of positives to take into it like just individually and like you know with some players through through a performance um obviously i think we can talk about a few of them you know i 
I think one of them that stood out, and I think that's been really standing out this whole preseason has been, you know, Jalen Neal. I think Jalen Neal was probably one of the the standouts of that game against New York City because, you know, everybody's been wondering, is this guy going to get minutes? When is he going to get, um, you know, playing time? And now we're seeing him play more, get these minutes during preseason and also through the UN, U.S. men's national team a couple weeks ago. And honestly, seeing him in person and seeing how he's been performing, um, he's been playing very well. He's one of those players that I definitely think, I, I mean, I don't know if he'll be a starting a starting um, piece for, for the regular season, but could definitely uh, fight for a starting spot, um, depending on how the season goes and how some of the other players do. But yeah, Jalen Neal was one of those standouts that I, that I looked into that game. Um, I think another player that kind of stood out to me was Memo Rodriguez. I think the way he went into that game, um, he looked pretty sharp. He looked good. He got the assist for the Chicharito goal. And I think that, you know, they were, they were saying that he could play sort of on the wing as well and that they're trying to get, trying to move him there as well and see how he can do there. And so, yeah, I think he was also another standout. I think he fit well with the team and, and, and sort of the system that he was playing. But yeah, those were a couple of players that kind of stood out to me into that, um, into that game. Was there anybody that, that stood out to you into that game? Outside of that, not really. I mean, like you said, Jalen Neal has been really good these last couple of weeks with the U.S. national team and now in MLS preseason. Apparently, again, today he played very well is what people were saying. So I can definitely see him to start the year becoming a starter, and I think that's actually a great idea because our center backs right now aren't very strong. I mean, Koulibaly is very questionable right now. So I'd like to see Neal get a couple of starts early on. Yeah, I was going to say, Sega had a really rough night against New York City. Really was like... You know, if, if we were going to put like players that didn't play well, he was definitely on the on the like number one list saying like, man, like this, he did not have a good game. Um, and, and yeah, and sort of that that sort of thing that I say with Jalen Neal is like maybe he won't be starting against LAFC week one. But depending on how the defense goes and depending on how some of these players go, um, you know, maybe he can fight for a spot and I can see him get a lot more minutes. Um but yeah, I mean, he was one of those standouts as well. Um, and then I, I guess in, in a sense for the other players as well, you got to see, you know, Ricky Puj do his things. Of course, Chicharito scored, which is a good sign that he's, he, he's doing his thing. I Actually, I was going to say Douglas Costa was kind of an honorable mention because although he missed the penalty in, in the, in the you know, dying minutes of, of the game. The last minute, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think he played that bad. I think he looked a little, you know, I don't want to say, maybe a little bit sharp, I guess you can say. Like, he he definitely looked, comfortable playing he didn't look like and was creating some chances too so like i don't think he was playing that bad i think that's sort of an honorable mention as well you know in that game but i I think the big takeaway is that for this game was that it wasn't necessarily about getting the result it was about seeing what we have in the team because that is the big question right we keep saying you know we're not getting these players in what are we doing how how are we how is this team going to play once week one happens and you know, week one, I don't think we're going to have like our, you know, set team at that point. We might have to go in no. a few weeks um, seeing what we have. But at least this was a good game to see what we have, what we can evaluate as fans. And I think, you know, it, it wasn't that bad to see what some of these players play. And, you know, there were some good performances, individual performances as well. So it was a little bit of a reinsurance, to say the least, for that game. Yeah, with Vanny, I think kind of the mindset is like the first couple of weeks of the season, they kind of just want to stay like afloat there, hang themselves in, just be competitive while they get more players in because it seems like they're taking time right now, as they should, because when they've rushed signings in the past, kind of as you've seen with like Cabral, like 
before the 2021 season and Costa like getting him like right on time like they haven't turned out very good so maybe it's just a longer process for Vanny and honestly I'm all right with that if that's what they're really doing yeah and and honestly like we've said for this preseason so far it hasn't been that bad um they've only lost one game um they won today in a dominant win 4-1 where you know Efra scored a brace which is a good thing as well he's gotten three goals in the preseason um Dejan scored as well that's a good sign um who else scored Delgado scored, So that's good as well. So like a complete dominant performance didn't get, of course we didn't get really watch the game, but um, you know, we ended up seeing the replays of the goals and stuff like that. But yeah, so far for the galaxy hasn't been that bad of a preseason. And, you know, again, I think it's just, we've kind of been saying this, it's about evaluating what we have and what are the strengths of these players. And, you know, I guess it's a bit, still a bit frustrating that we're not seeing players come in. And that's what we hope to see as the LA galaxy is, sign players in, get them in, get them in and see who we can get, um, get on the market. But, you know, it, it is a different approach definitely. And I understand the people's frustration that, you know, we need to get more players in and we do need players in, obviously, of course, we still, there's still some holes that need to be filled, but, you know, for the most part, I, I kind of do, you know, like the process of how, how it's going for the galaxy. And yeah, I mean, we'll just see how this goes for, you know, once, uh, you know, we get into a little bit into the regular season, you know? Yeah, definitely. Seeing Daniel agree playing right wing back was kind of weird though. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I definitely do think that was interesting, but that is, that is a thing though for this preseason It's sort of like experimenting as well. Try to get people out of position and things like that. And honestly, you know, sometimes that helps with just, you know, getting well fitness wise, right? Because if you're in out of a different position, you're going to have to do more and that gets you a little bit more fit in a sense. Like if you get what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So it's like, it is interesting seeing players kind of play out of position, but yeah, that was, that was very interesting as well. Um, I did want to talk about the off field stuff that happened on Saturday. Um, And you mentioned it a little bit already. Definitely weird. Not, you know, seeing the supporter groups in you know in the stands and i know it was a preseason game it's not going to be filled to the brim not everybody's going to go but there was this different you know sense of atmosphere like to to it and like because despite it being a preseason game there's always one group that's always going to be there and it's the supporter groups so it, it was definitely weird and i guess it was sort of like a little bit of a a glimpse of what we can see in this in the off season or not in the off season, um, in the regular season at, for home games, and um, yeah, it was just very weird. I mean, I mean, you kind of gave your thoughts, but like, kind of just say it, say it again if you want. Like, how'd you feel about that whole like just the environment stuff about that? It felt pretty weird, huh? That was very rough to be honest. Like, I'm just used to having the supporter groups there. Like, I know it's preseason. I know it's not going to be that full, but at least a little bit of people there. Like, I think going to preseason games for a year, there's always been a decent amount of people there at least and the fact that there is nobody you heard like a girls ayso team starting the chance and like it, it was just so weird and pretty sad I can't, I can't lie it was pretty sad it is it is very yeah i mean i guess it still in the sense give the benefit of doubt it's a preseason game but yeah it was very weird i mean there was a few people inside the victoria block and they were trying to start some chance but they like died and like 30 seconds like they didn't like last that long and it's it just honestly like you know yeah very weird um there was more client you know client out chance than anything but um which was which is another thing as well um by the way did you see the guy who had the 
we heart Klein sign. I saw that. <laughs> in, in I was that for my yeah. I didn't know if I was reading that right, but I did see that after. Yeah, I mean that that was very interesting. I know people had their like theories on this guy. <laughs> um, you know, some people are like, "Oh, this guy, you know, was just try is like a someone who's just trying to get to make Galaxy fans look bad." Some people were saying like, "Oh, maybe it's like a a Klein relative or something that's just trying to support him." And like, I don't know, that was that was very interesting to see. I know someone managed to like pull his banner down, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because nobody wants to see that, I guess, or at least a lot of people want to see that. Who knows? Maybe there's a small majority that really do like the, you know, Klein regime. I mean, I haven't met somebody who's who's liked it, but you know, I guess maybe there is that small minority who who I guess uh, don't mind Klein as being our president. But no, yeah, I mean, honestly, just perspective wise of that game was very very interesting, and honestly, like, if that's how it's going to be during the regular season, man. That's gonna be rough. Like I don't like, I don't know if I can go to games know. like that. Like no, I don't think so either. But I, I don't think that's gonna last through the regular season. Like eventually, there's gonna to come to some realization. Like okay, this is not right. Like there have to be, there has to have to be. I can't speak. There has to be some humanity within that organization, at least a little bit. You know, someone someone brought it up on Twitter. Like I think it was actually today. Someone brought it and and mentioned it. Like let's say hypothetically the galaxy are like the best team in MLS with this team. Like, let's just say they, they somehow managed to be like top of the West, you know, you win the quadruple. Yeah. Like, you know, top of the league, you know, you know, running away with the supporter shield, whatever, whatever it may be. Right. Like this team ends up doing pretty good. Like what do the supporter groups do then? Like, you know, like if the team actually does play well, like, do you go back? You know, do you forget, do you forget the whole client out situation and go support this team? That's, actually playing good or do you actually take your stance like that's that's in, that was also interesting to see you would you I, take your stance on that still well i'm gonna go because i'm not part of really the supporters groups at least for now but if i was a supporters member i'd probably still take my stance because it just feels like kind of a trap then like if you just go back and you give them their money back the next year or the year after you'll just go back to what you were before that team so no i think they're going to take their stance until it's really done but don't you think that would be sort of like a if the galaxy again, I don't think they're going to be like top of the West and all this thing that I'm saying hypothetically, but like if they somehow managed to do that, like, don't you think that's a step forward? Cause we, we said it for last yeah, season it is. That, that, yeah, it's a step forward. So it's like, we said it last season, that was probably the best um, season for, for Klein. And if it gets even better for this season, don't you think that's progress? Don't you think that's that sort of thing saying like, Hey, maybe Klein is getting, you know, getting his shit together and saying like, we got to start winning games or else, you know, my job is in jeopardy and stuff like that. Do you think like well, that, that kind of just goes into effect? Like as a no. supporter, like, yeah, I think if the supporters still want to, you know, not go to the games, no matter what that, you know, that's on them and, and, you know, that's their decision and, and, you know, I'll support it. I'll respect it. But, you know, at the same time, if this team starts playing good and they start playing very well like you know you have to start thinking like maybe it is a step forward and maybe the organization is turning turning a new leaf don't you think i get what you're saying but like in terms of Klein's job being in jeopardy i can't really say that because when you look at his last five years as presidency you saw in 2017 they won the wooden spoon in 2018 they blew a 2-0 lead on decision day and 2019 they lost to lafc despite having like one of the best players in the world in 2020 they just flat out gave up i mean there's zero effort in 2021 they were in the playoffs like almost the whole season and still managed to miss 
despite bringing in like eight new players. And last year they lost to the rivals again, and they got got and they got caught cheating. So if that's enough to earn you a contract extension, then you really got to ask the question: How don't you get a contract extension at that point? So, I mean, no, I mean he really does have to go. <laughs> Okay, I mean, fair enough. I I think that I I just wanted to throw that out because it is an interesting topic. Like, you know, like if this team just does do do well and manage to play better than what they did in in last season, which last season was a very good season in my opinion. Um, you know, like how you know how how would that how would that affect things? I mean, I that that is just an interesting conversation to talk about. But um, no, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I think there's a lot of people who are also saying the same thing that. I don't care if this team is, you know, you know, doing what the, what it needs to be done. If we if we want Klein out, we want Klein out, right? So, um, yeah, I I respect that. Um, I think that's it, really, for the for the two preseason games, or at least the you know the Saturday preseason game, because you know that's all we could have watched. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we could have watched the one today, but we'd have to take the day off work and school. Yeah, that's true. Which I was thinking, um, maybe I'll go. Uh, next week because i know they play they play a game on wednesday and i'm off wednesday so you know maybe i'll go to the next one um i know they play this sunday against the portland timbers um so yeah but it, it looks i mean it looks fun though like i've seen people it does look know, fun poster pic- yeah i've seen people post their pictures and videos it looks like a cool little like um kind of like a training camp scenario where you get to see a lot of teams and stuff like that like it looks pretty interesting looks cool so um you know maybe maybe i'll go next week who knows but um, even if I don't, maybe it's something I'll definitely consider next year. Yeah, it's just a stream. They're not streaming the games because, like you heard, they were going to stream in. They actually agreed to stream, but then the Apple TV deal didn't let them, so that's kind of disappointing. You know, there was interesting things about this whole Apple deal now. Um, of course, there was, I, I, you know, not that it, it brought it to my attention, there was a report um, saying that they were going to change the MLS Cup playoffs, which was an app, which sort of Apple trying to get more playoff games, but... Um, they they were planning or considering to changing the playoffs to this whole um I, you know what it's honestly just stupid i mean i know i know that the the point is they're going to do a a play in game and then after that the first round there's a three game series and i'm like what it's like an 8 and 9 play in game too yeah i i mean the the play in game is kind of like i i don't think that's the weird part i think the weird part is the freaking three game series that that's happening in the first round um how does that between who exactly? Just the fir- entire first rounder. I I don't get. I don't understand it. It really doesn't make sense. And honestly, I just don't. It, it's stupid. Like <laughs> it really is stupid. Um, I think with the way the playoff uh format is right now, I think it's good. You know, one game elimination. And even if Apple is trying to make, um, try to get more playoff games, then, you know, why two don't legs. they just go back to the yeah the two leg system? That was dope. I liked that a lot. I, I liked it. I'm one of those guys who actually enjoyed the two leg system. Uh, I get it. You know, the one, you know, one and done it makes it more intense and more entertaining. So, like, yeah, I, I get it through that through that perspective. But if Apple really wants to get more playoff games and try to broadcast more playoff games, don't do this. You know, weird format. Just go back to two legs. You're going to double the amount of playoff games, and you know, you'll you'll get your money's worth. But no, yeah, I, Apple. You know, yeah, the Apple deal has kind of been you know weird because it's sort of this thing where like. Apple is kind of controlling MLS in a sense. Like MLS is saying, like, hey, why don't we do this? And Apple's like, no, we're not interested. Like, we'll just, you know, we'll we'll maybe it's better if we do this or that. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird how Apple is just kind of like, you know, controlling 
the league in a sense. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is disappointing though that that you can't stream the games though. At least I thought a radio stream would have been would have been helpful. I think, you know that that's what they did on Saturday, and and the radio streams aren't that bad. You know, I've listened to a couple of them; they're not that bad. And you know, I think that at least they should have just done that. But the fact that you can't even listen to it either is like, I don't know. Like it it, it sucks. That that's just to say the least. It sucks. And you know, unless you're there, you know, you, you get to see everything. But if you're not, then oh well. <laughs> There's a lot of teams at Coachella right now, aren't there? I saw like a lot of different teams were there. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit of teams there. Uh, I mentioned the Portland Timbers were there. We play St. Louis. Um, I think New York Redbulls are there. Toronto, the Canadian teams are there. Vancouver's there. Like a lot of teams are there. Yeah, a lot of teams. It, they definitely did expand this whole, uh, you know, Coachella, you know, invitational, and it's probably going to get bigger from here on out, right? So, um, it is interesting, and I think it, you know. Maybe within like next year or next couple of years, it's going to be like this whole event. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, definitely looks interesting. And, and, you know, hopefully I get to go next week or, or, you know, think about it next year. But yeah, the, the invitational definitely is interesting, though. Is there like Anyways, a trophy on it? Or? I don't think so. I think it's just more just uh, getting in playoff game or not playoff games, preseason games. Playoff, playoff mode already. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. No, but, um, no, I think it's just more of a type of deal where it's like a, you know, get in some preseason games and like you know, you know, get get um get get a few preseason games without the need of travel, like you don't have like wow. what the Galaxy plays three three teams in one week. They don't have to travel; they're just there in one location. So I think that's True kind of that. like how how they're doing it. It's just more like a, you know, get games in, get as many preseason I like that actually. Games as you can. Yeah, so which isn't a bad idea. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, it's not like an actual tournament. It's just more like get in as many preseason games as you can in, in like a short amount of time in one location. And yeah, I mean, you know what? You can get a you know you can get a good amount of games in there, and it's it's good for any team that goes there. So, um, but yeah, um, I think that's it for just for the preseason games. Um, unless you have anything else to talk about for that. No, I think that's pretty much it for that. All right, then. So we'll just move on. Um, of course, we did mention a signing that is happening or that is going to happen, which end up being Tyler Boyd, who is a winger, American winger. Formerly, you know, he did play with a U.S. men's national team for, you know, a good amount of times and also One was time. part of the Stikas. Um, You know, that was his last team. And, um, you know, it is a good sign that we're getting a winger. Not that old, 28, you know. You, you read that thing, you know, you read that and you're like, okay, maybe this isn't a bad pickup. Only problem is with this person, with Tyler Boyd, um, 45 minutes played within the last five months. Or not five months, it was nine months. Yeah, nine months. You, you read everything else and then you read that and you're like, ooh, okay. Um, now, th- this this deal is basically going to be done. He's actually in Coachella with the team um, and has been confirmed that he's there. It's just a matter of time when they announce uh, his signing, I guess. But um, yeah, we get a winger, Tyler Boyd. Um, we did, we were linked to him last season in the off season, um, and then nothing happened until obviously now this season. But um, yeah, Tyler Boyd, winger. Um, what do you think about this one? How would you feel about it? It's not really that good of a signing. I mean, I guess it's someone to fill a position at the moment. Maybe he can start a few games here and there, but I'm not really expecting him to be like a big contributor to the team. He's had a lack of minutes. He's have, having struggles staying fit. And 
don't know. It's not great. I would have rather not made it, but I guess it's better than nothing at this point. It's definitely one of those, um, I guess, yeah. low risk and possibly a high reward type of signing. We um, don't know the salary, though. That That is true. That is a big question. I don't think they're going to pay him that much. Um, I, would, I, would, I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, especially since you've only played 45 minutes in the last nine months. Um, I don't expect you to get paid <laughs> pretty uh, pretty DP. high. Yeah, but considering the fact that of this, you, you get a you get a a player for a position that we need. Um, he's a guy who's played in MLS before. Um, he has. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure at the beginning of his years he was here, right? Uh, I don't think so. I, I could have sworn was he, he was. I could have sworn he, or maybe he was part of like an MLS academy. See, we should have, have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look this up real quick before before I say anything out of my mouth. Um, actually, maybe I was wrong. No, never mind. He never I, I don't remember him. him. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was part of the MLS team. I guess not. My mistake. That's on me. But um, but regardless, you get a guy who comes home, <laughs> you know, at least a place that he knows. Um, so that that's a good thing. Uh, maybe this could be sort of like his. You know, maybe you can squeeze a good few years out of him. Maybe, um, you know, maybe but, like Paul yeah. Ariola, like best case scenario is what I'm thinking. Yeah, something like that, something similar to that. You know, so um, yeah, I mean that you could probably get something like that. And um, you know, I, the way I look at it, it's a, it could be a low risk and possibly a high reward. Also, considering the fact is too, um, the Galaxy's you know training staff, at least they're, you know, like they're. Um, but yeah, I guess their training staff, you know, haven't had that many injuries last season, right? That was one big thing that that we sort of as part of the organization. Yeah, so maybe considering that aspect as well, they might treat Tyler Boyd better. They might give him, you know, maybe he'll actually get more minutes than he has the last nine months. So, you know, I, I don't think it's the greatest signing, but it's you know, it's something. I'll take it definitely for sure. If you're an MLS fan, it's probably not where you want to be at this point, like two and a half weeks out from the season starting, but I guess they're just taking longer with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is, like I said, there is some good pieces on here. I think there's definitely, um, you know, obviously there's more room to improve, but, you know, so far with what we've seen, I think you can appreciate the fact that, you know, you know, we have some good pieces, I guess, but now it's the matter of, all right, Let's try to get this team at 100%. And, yeah, it's probably going to take longer, but, you know, we're just going to have to see, I guess. Anyways, I think that's it for the show. <laughs> I don't think I have anything much. Um, oh, actually, we didn't really talk about this. I mean, we did talk about this last episode, but we talked about the aftermath. Um, Julian Araujo didn't get um, signed to Barcelona. 18 seconds um, past the deadline. Um, that, that's an interesting situation right now because – He's not with the team right now in Coachella. He's actually he actually stayed behind, and we don't know what's happening with Julian Rocco. He's technically technically ineligible to play with the Galaxy, so that's also how so. Thing. I I'm not sure exactly. I need to get more research on this, but all I know is that he cannot play with the Galaxy right now. I don't know if it's the fact that you know, considering that they gave the transfer. Honestly, I just don't even know. I can't even I can't even speak about it. But it's interesting that right now Julian has not, um, you know, really practiced with the team or isn't with the team right now. And he was at the game on Saturday, but he didn't actually. Uh, he know, was. He I don't even know. Either. I heard he, he was, was at there. the game. Just, yeah, he was just there, but didn't play. Just watch the game. Um, but no, it didn't. That that's also interesting too. And also, just very. It sucks so much for Julian. 
that he didn't get assigned and that the fact that it was 18 seconds late. I mean, just devastating. It really is devastating for a player like him. Um, that was a pretty big move. So, yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it was pretty tough. And honestly, maybe maybe another thing, too, they're just probably giving him, um, you know, time to think about stuff because that's probably got to affect you mentally. Right. Saying that, hey, of course, I was, you know, about to sign with one of the biggest clubs in the world and I was 18 seconds too late. <laughs> um, so, I mean, hey, we could say the same about the playoffs in 2021. We were like, what, a minute away from making the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And look what happened. We were all sad. So I definitely do think this is, you know, it's kind of taking a toll on him a little bit, but definitely, hopefully, um, you know, this is sort of a motivation for Julian and hopefully we get some more news about him, um, you know, considering his status with the team and stuff like that. But yeah, big blow for him. Honestly, sucks, sucks that he couldn't go, but you know, at least you get him for another season in a way. Um, but anyways, yeah, just wanted to squeeze that little bit of information there. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for the show. That's not it. There's one more thing. What do we got? Eric Zavaleta, your favorite guy. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Eric Zavaleta gets his contract extension as well. Um, the secret is out for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The secret is out. Nobody knew what was going to happen to him. I mean, uh, come on. Let, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. But yeah, Eric Zavaleta gets his contract extension for two years, I believe, right? Two-year extension. Yes, that the family. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, Zavaleta gets his extension as well. That's another piece of information. Um, at least you get depth in the center back position, I guess. You know, you get somebody who's familiar with the system and, you know, not a lot of people were that happy about it, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, he gets his extension. And now I think we're done with the show. <laughs> I believe so. Can't thank you guys enough for listening. Um, we appreciate you guys. And, um, you know, yeah. We appreciate you guys. That's basically it. Um, of course. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, be a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast whenever, whenever you're listening to the podcast. And um, anything you want to say to listeners before we go? No, I think that's it. Thanks for having me on. Always, man. Always, always good to have you on. But um, yeah, guys, thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. And um, geez up. Seven words. Be-